Ladies and gentlemen, we are officially 10 weeks in to the NFL season of 2022. I'm your host, Big Billy FF, here to talk about the weekend review, as always, running down every single game from the Sunday slate of NFL football. And you know what? At this point, you already know how it works. So I'm going to dive in to, as a man from Dallas, who is also a Packers fan, the best game of the week. The Green Bay Packers take down the Cowboys in dramatic fashion, 31-28. First off, this is the type of game that makes Aaron Rodgers trust you. Keep an eye out for Christian Watson the back half of the year. I think there's a lot of good for him coming down the line, and he's going to have every opportunity to succeed. It is just on his back. Secondly, Tony Pollard is upsettingly better than Ezekiel Elliott. He's just so much better. It's so annoying that they're going to continue to feature Elliott moving forward. Finally, Aaron Jones is going to finish highly if his workload continues. He's just better than A.J. Dillon right now, and he, he looks as fresh as he did when he got drafted. I mean, Aaron Jones is going to finish strong. Player of the game, I got to give it to Christian Watson. I usually try to make a joke, but, I mean, three touchdowns, beautiful, beautiful. Next up, the Buccaneers win the first German NFL game over the Seahawks 21-16. First off, Rashad White could earn a huge role moving forward, but he still has to do it over Leonard Fournette, who is, in case you haven't heard, going to probably be healthy the next time they get out on the field. Like, it just doesn't seem like that's going to change much for Christian Watson. Next up, Godwin's target share the last few weeks has been nuts. He's going to be phenomenal moving forward, provided he stays healthy and maybe even gets healthier the next couple weeks. Finally, we got to see the Seahawks play from behind for the first time since uh, Kenneth Walker took over, and they used him extensively in the passing game. A lot of times when we see teams with this kind of Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb role at running back where the guy's just a grinder, you expect to, oh, they get behind in the game. I mean, that's that's probably the end of their fantasy usage for the week. But that was not the case for Kenneth Walker. People have not been stating how important this was for him because it showed the team's propensity to use him in a way that previously we didn't really think we were going to see. This is phenomenal for Kenneth Walker's value moving forward. Player of the game, I got to give to John Denver. That was so good to see. Next up, the Vikings win the game of the year over the Bills, 33-30. to 30. What a game. First off, Josh Allen's arm is just fine. He made great use of both Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs of this game. You do not have to worry about him. Next up, Justin Jefferson is quickly picking up Hall of Fame moments. There's always these moments you expect to see him in a big montage when a player gets inducted. And we're to the point where it feels like Justin Jefferson is doing them every two, three weeks. Keep him close at hand. There are very few things I would trade Justin Jefferson for. Finally, Dalvin Cook is just so good. I mean... What more do we have to say? Player of the game, I got to give it to Naked Kirk Cousins on the plane ride home. Next up, the Lions put up three fourth quarter touchdowns to beat the Bears 31 to 30. 
First off, I cannot stress enough how much Justin Fields has looked like MVP Lamar Jackson these last few weeks. He cannot be tackled in the backfield. And every time they finally get back there, he somehow finds a way to weave his way out of there. If he can figure out his passing game, he is a phenomenal dynasty asset. If that passing game comes around, he is easily a top five QB and probably should be considered in the same vein as quarterbacks like Allen and Mahomes. If, and keep in mind, this is a big if, the rushing stays the same and he figures out his passing game. Next up, Cole Komet has been insane lately, but he feels like old Dawson Knox. Don't expect him to keep this up. This touchdown efficiency is not something players maintain. It just isn't. Finally, Amon Ross St. Brown is that dude. The usage and performance from him is unbelievable. Like, I, I got nothing more to say on Amon Ra. Player of the game, I got to give it to Jamal Williams' rushing performance this year. It's just good to see. I'm pretty sure he's, like, number two or number one in rushing touchdowns this year. Good for Jamal. Next up, the Titans hang 17 on the Broncos' defense to win 17-10. to 10. First off, Russell Wilson is in bad shape, and I worry the team can't do anything about it moving forward, both financially and with the blame feels like the blame is going to fall on Hackett then injury then on Russell Wilson and also they have too much money invested in him it's just rough to say Denver might have hurt their franchise significantly by drafting them next up Brian Tannehill is going to get a lot of blame from the Titans performance both this game and moving forward but I think a lot of the risk or a lot of the blame should be put on the receiving core that's been built around him. When you're getting two touchdown games out of Nick Westbrook-Akine, good for you, Ryan Tannehill. Like, I I don't know as though he's the Titans starter moving forward, but I also don't think he is one of, he is outside the top 32 quarterbacks in the world right now. Finally, this is the risk you run with running backs like Henry. When they don't catch the ball, 53 yards is a solid game, but it is not a lot of fantasy production. Sometimes these just happen. Player of the game, I got to give to Jerry Judy for somehow only being day-to-day. That looked horrible. I'm glad to see he's somehow kind of just back. Next up, Chiefs take the Jaguars down 27-17. First off, Christian Kirk is a stud and should be drafted as such. Easily a wide receiver, too, moving forward, and could play himself up further. He's still so young. Next up, Tony is going to be very good for the Chiefs moving forward. His usage, both on the field and continuing to produce as he kind of moves in further, I think there's so much good here for Kadarius Tony, and uh, I, I'm very glad. I'm very hopeful he's okay. But with Juju Smith-Schuster potentially missing a significant amount of time, Kadarius Tony has a great opportunity to break out for the Chiefs. Next up, Isaiah Pacheco is the RB for Kansas City. That's it. Nothing else. We, Clyde, you had a good run. I don't think you're going to be the guy moving forward. Player of the game, I got to give to Patrick Mahomes because he is just so good. Next up, the Dolphins demolished the Browns, 39-17. First off, Tua is unbelievably efficient. Better than just about – he feels like like – MVP Lamar Jackson, I feel like I'm saying this a lot, where he's just throwing like touchdowns on 10% of passes. Like he looks so good. Also, Jeff Wilson is on a quick turnaround for the rest of his career. He could just be the guy for Miami. And I mean, the amount of value you get from him right now is phenomenal. 
Also, no Browns discussion here simply because it was kind of a boring game for them and there's not a whole lot of takeaways, but the Dolphins have an offense that can win a Super Bowl. They they may be better than the Bills. Like they they just are so good. I I don't know what the odds are and I would n- never advocate it. I mean, but the Dolphins I Dolphins might be a team to put some money on. Player of the game, I gotta give it to Tua. Easily Tua. How, how could it? How could it not be Tua? Next up, the Giants continue to stay hot over the Texans, twenty-four sixteen. Shout out the Giants. First off, Saquon Barkley had the most rush attempts in a game since twenty eighteen. He is full on healthy. If there was any fear of re-injury right now, the Giants would not be giving him these workloads against the Texans. Saquon's back, fully back. Next up, Darius Slayton has been on a roll lately. Consider him rather significantly if the Giants continue to need receivers, which, spoiler alert, they're going to. A top 35 wide receiver in his in four of his last five games. That's good. That's real good. Player of the game, I'm going to give it to Lawrence Cager's Victor Cruz tribute. Next up, the Steelers get a good victory over the Saints. Just solid wins. First off, Najee Harris had his first get good game in a while today. I'd, I'd ride high on this because I don't know how many more are coming. Next up, Kenny Pickett has been looking better and better each week. I know he didn't throw any touchdowns, but he's looking more and more like an NFL quarterback, and we're seeing him use his legs a lot more. I think he's going to have a real shot at being a quality NFL starter if that O-line improves. Finally, the Saints are going nowhere fast, and the lack of a first-round pick does not help that. Like, they, they're they on a fast train to nowhere, and I think they're going to have to sell off a lot of their aging assets if they want to turn this team around without a five-year rebuild. Player of the game, easy, George Pickens rushing touchdowns. Next up, the Colts hang 25 and beat the Raiders 25-20. First off, Paris Campbell is getting established with Matt Ryan. The last three games Matt Ryan has played, Paris Campbell has been great. If Ryan stays in, Campbell is going to have a very good rest of the year. Next up, Jonathan Taylor looked like himself for the first time all year. I think he could be strong the rest of the season, and the Colts really have nothing else going for him. Finally, Adams is the bright side for the Raiders. He feels like he's just Devontae Adams again. But Josh Jacobs continues to put up solid weeks. I mean, Josh Jacobs... He, he might be the only benefactor of Josh McDaniels right now. Player of the game, easy, Jeff Saturday. Beautiful moment. Next up, the Cardinals look dominant over the Rams, 27-17. James Conner is back, and no one else is being used in that backfield. He should have a good rest of the season, especially with Eno being released. Still haven't heard much about that. That was a weird one. Next up, NBA Jam rules. Rondale Moore is officially heating up. I was worried about his usage for when Hollywood got back, but with Ert, Zach Ertz now out as well, I think he has a great rest of the year. Feels like this is Rondale Moore's time. Also, finally, the Rams are playing on a lost season. It's sad to say the Super Bowl hangover is really kicking in, but with Cooper Cup potentially out for a while, Tyler Higby and A-Rob get a serious boost. But beyond that, the Rams are in trouble. Player of the game, I got to give it to Colt McCoy for continuing to be one of the best backups in the league. Just look good. 
Finally, the Sunday night game, the 49ers stay hot over their California counterpart, 22-16 over the Chargers. First off, Austin Eckler's workload could keep him healthy for a very long time. He has never carried more than 20 times in a game and has only carried more than 15 times once this season in 10 weeks. He may have three to four more years in his tank. Finally, the 49 or next up, the 49ers continue to feature Brandon Ayuk in the passing game in every sense of the word. He is the number one receiver for the 49ers right now. And CMC continues to fulfill each position. However, Elijah Mitchell worked in quite a bit this week, especially coming off an injury. It's something to note. And finally, with Everett going down, keep a deep league eye on Trey McKitty. Like, uh, this might be his time. Player of the game, I got to give it to Brandon Ayuk, baby. And with that, I want to sign off for week 10. Thank everyone for tuning in. As always, I've been your host, Big Billy FF. I look forward to jumping back and talking with y'all all about week 11. And I'll see you all next time. Take care, everybody.